shoes It's Jesus in the everyday me and you The Good News in Shoes This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. This is Tom Creighton, station manager of WCNO Radio. Most of you know that WCNO Radio is a listener-supported ministry. But do you know that much of our programming is made possible by corporate underwriting? Christian businessmen and women who sponsor this ministry monthly with a financial commitment that allows us to continue bringing you the music and message of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In return, we play sponsorship announcements that let the listeners know who our sponsors are, what they do, what products and services they provide, and if our listeners wish, how they may contact those sponsors. So if you're a Christian business person, why not join us as a partner in ministry today? For free, no obligation information on the Corporate Underwriting Program, we're available at 772-221-1100. That number again, 772-221-1100. Hello, this is Pastor Ed Day from the Revealing Truth radio program, reminding you to tune in every day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. with Pastor Jason Bumgardner. Be our guest at Truth Church, Sundays, 9 and 11 a.m., or visit our website at mytruthchurch.com. Discover your purpose today. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Meyer's today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. 
They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Good morning. I'm Pastor Ed Day, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Bumgardner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So grab a pen, take some notes, let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Somebody say, my sins are forgiven. The Greek tense means this, that it's an act that took place in the past. It's still operating today, and it's going to continue to operate tomorrow. It's continually forgiveness is flowing from the throne room of God. How many of you recognize that your sins were not forgiven the day you accepted Christ? No, come on now. I'm going to try that again. Your sins were not forgiven the day that you accepted Christ. Your sins, come on, help me, Amen. Your sins were forgiven of you 2,000 years ago on a hill called Calvary on a cross when Jesus bled out and died and then he rose from the dead on the third day. That's when sins were forgiven. So when you got saved, what you did is you came by faith into the kingdom believing that what Jesus did 2,000 years ago for you, you believed it and it was made manifest in your life and you accepted the forgiveness that was provided for you. Amen? You believe he washed your sins away 2,000 years ago. Amen? In other words, you took what he did and you believed on it. And when you believed on it, you appropriated that to your life by faith. Come on, I mean, no, forgiveness of sins comes by faith. Given by grace comes through faith. It's his blood. Somebody shout the blood. It's his blood that cleanses us from sins. It's his blood that washed away our sins. It's his blood that's still washing away our sins today. It is outside of time. It's been provided for so that in all three dimensions of my life, in time, I've been forgiven. I were, I am, and I will be. That means you ain't got to worry about what you did and what you're going to do. When I understand that I was, I were, I am, and I will be, what that does is that frees me from three very large obstacles of my life that we all deal with. Guilt. Shame and condemnation. That word forgiven. Somebody say forgiven. forgiven. It's got three different meanings to it. The first meaning is this. It means restored relationship. Say that. Restored relationship. How many of you recognize tonight that we don't have to live in guilt because guilt makes us hide? Come on. When you did it, you know you did it. You want to hide. You don't want to be found out. My little brother, when we were little kids, man, he went out in the driveway one day, and my dad had the carburetor off the car. He was at work. He went out there and turned the key, and the gas went, boom! Whole thing burned. Fire trucks, everybody out there. My dad come home from work. There was two or three fire trucks in the front yard. They're putting the flames out on the car. My dad said, who did it? Well, me and Darren were outside, and Jeremy won't. He went in the bedroom, and there he was, hiding under the bed with his feet hanging out. Why? Because he did it. Hmm? I mean, there was never no guilt until Adam sinned. 
We didn't have no guilt. There was no innocent or guilty. The guilt and innocence were on one tree. Not the tree of life, the tree of death. Good and bad, one tree. You say, well, it was good. Why wouldn't it? No, good and evil, right and wrong, was on one tree. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It was called the tree of death. Good and evil. There was another tree in the garden called the tree of life. So, I mean, as long as Adam was in fellowship with God, there was never no need to hide from God. As long as his, there was no separation from God, he didn't have to hide. But how I many know when he entered in the fall of nature, God came into the garden and said, Adam, where are you? Now, how I many know it wasn't that God didn't know where Adam was? In other words, Adam wasn't playing hide and seek with God, and God was going, I can't find you. What he was saying is, Adam, where are you? Who told you this? Why are you hiding from me? Adam and Eve, the Adam and Eve weren't just kind of saying, okay, God, we're fine. They were hiding because they were full of guilt. They knew they had did wrong. And God was saying, no, Adam, why have you moved in hiding from me? What, what's going on with you? What's wrong with you? What's going on? Hmm? You know, there's a lot of folks in the church, man, they don't have this revelation of truth in their life, and, and they do something wrong. The next thing you know, they stop coming to church. Why ain't you been in church? Well, I'm... Hiding. Guilt. Somebody say guilt. Hmm? I know when they're dealing with guilt because I see them at the mall. I see them at Walmart and I see them and they ain't been in church in a month. I'll start walking to them, my hand up, and they pretend like they don't see me. And there they go down the aisle. Because fallen nature of man is, is when I feel guilty, then I hide. And when Adam hid, God came looking for him. And he said, Adam, why you hide from me? And Adam said this, because I'm naked. I'm naked. And God said, uh, who told you that? I didn't tell you that, so who told you? See, what happened is, is when sin came in, his self-conscious was awakened. And now he has this little guilty voice on the inside of him, in the back of his head saying, hey, you did it. You messed up. You guilty. You're naked. Ha, ha, ha. You're sinful. You better go hide yourself from God, because you know what you did when you shouldn't have did what you did, and you did it anyway. You better go try to cover that up. You're naked. Is anybody here tonight knows what I'm talking about? That self-conscious sin, rather than the consciousness of righteousness, the God consciousness that we need in life. So when we sin, what happens is there's guilt that comes into our life. Hmm? And this is what John said. He said, that's okay, little kids, little children. Watch this. Your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Come on, somebody shout, your sins are forgiven. You ain't got to hide from God. You ain't got to pretend like it didn't happen. You ain't got to hide from him even when you blow it, even when you mess up. You don't have to hide from God. Amen? Because how many know he didn't forgive you of your sins when you confessed it. He forgave you before you ever did it. Some of y'all ain't heard me tonight. I'm telling you the truth. He forgave you 2,000 years ago. He forgave your life before you ever messed up. He forgave your life before you were ever born, before you ever got hooked on drugs, before you ever got addicted to pornography, before you ever run around on your spouse. You were forgiven. Before you ever got a divorce, he forgave you. He had already provided forgiveness for us. And what he's saying is, if you blew it, come boldly before the throne of grace. Don't sneak up there like a snake. Come up, to the, come up to the throne of grace boldly because your sins are forgiven. 
And we've made it so hard in the church, man, when somebody wants to come up and get their life right, we're like, ooh, we know what you did. No wonder nobody don't want to repent. Hmm? It's a picture of a restored relationship. It's God looking down from heaven and going, that's my boy. On the worst day of your life, that's my boy. I love him. I'm there for him. I've always been there for him. So not only does God take care of guilt, how many know God comes along after he takes care of guilt and he takes care of shame? Somebody say shame. How many know shame is the residue that sin leaves behind on your life? It's that nasty stuff that hangs out. Lots of people have been forgiven of their sins, and, and, and when they die, they're going to go to heaven, but they spend their whole life living in shame. They never have a victorious life here. They never have an abundant life here. They get saved, and that's it. And they just live in shame because of what they did. The Bible calls shame. You know what the Bible calls shame? It calls it iniquity. Everybody say iniquity. It means that the residue is still there. I mean, this word forgiven, it's not just talking about guilt. When we talk about the word forgiven, it talks about shame also. It means a restored relationship, but it also means the removal of a stain. So you're not marked by what you went through. You're not marked by what you lived in. And if somebody else put a label on you, it don't really matter. You ain't marked by it. (laughs) he washed the stains away and so many of us man we get hung up on our past so much that we just let our past keep determining our future we make decisions based on what we were rather than what we are i don't care what you were your daddy sure don't And, and so what happens is every time a new opportunity comes along for us to grow into something new to move to a higher dimension to move to a new level the stains of our past come back and haunt us and say you're not qualified no, they need somebody to just, you, yeah, you got too much residue. And then we think, man, well, I just blew it back there. I blew it all. I messed that up. I, I, every time I try it, I mess it up, and I, I just, I'm a failure. I mean, every time you mess it up, God looks at you and he goes, where did you mess it up? I don't see it. Where did you mess it up? God says to us, I don't see it. I washed the stain away. It's been removed out of your life. There is no more iniquity. As a matter of fact, my son, Jesus Christ, was really bruised and battered for your iniquity. Mm. They beat him. They bloodied him. They bruised him up. So you don't got to walk in shame. Your sins have been forgiven. What you did don't have nothing to do with what you're doing any longer. Amen. It's been washed away. Some of y'all need to quit identifying yourself with where you were and what you were and start identifying yourself in him, what you are. Come on, you ain't got to try to be a Christian. You is one. You are one. Amen? Amen? You might have been an alcoholic. You might have been a druggie. You might have been a porn star. You might have been a loser. You might have been a crooked businessman. You might have stolen money. You might have been a thief and a robber. You might have been a rapist. You might have been a terrorist. That's what you were. Hmm? You ain't that no more. Help me, somebody. Amen. Guilt, shame, and the third one is condemnation. Somebody shout condemnation. Condemnation is other people in your life always trying to make you pay for what you did. They think you ought to pay for how you used to be. So they keep an account on you. Well, I know what you did. Hmm? 
and you can't do what you ain't, they ain't no, I can't trust you to do what you're doing because of who you are and what you did. When, when, when somebody messes up, they even repent. They ask for forgiveness to try to get their life straightened out. And most of the time, it's religious people in the church. Hello. And it's the church. They just want to hang on to what somebody did and hang on to what somebody said. Huh? Well, I saw a news report on them five years ago. They were a disgrace to the church. I could never listen to them again. Condemnation, baby. Well, duh. What do you think forgiveness is? Hmm? If God done forgave it and washed it away, don't remember it no more, and don't even think about anything on his mind, why in the world would it be on yours? And the truth is, we are so quick to ask for forgiveness when we mess up. I'm sorry, I did it. You're right. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'm done. But we got the memory of an elephant when somebody else messes up. Uh-huh. I remember what you did. Uh, we don't never forget it. And it's like this in marriage relationships, too. Husbands and wives are the worst because every time you get in an argument, there goes the file drawer. <laughs> right here, buddy. 1998, August the 2nd. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, that's condemnation. Somebody say, that's condemnation. I mean, a real, true religion, not Christianity, but religion says it's not enough for you to repent but now you got to pay. That's religion. Hmm? Now you got to pay. Ladies and gentlemen, this, this your sins are forgiven not only means I'm restoring a relationship, I'm not only removing stain, but it also means this. I'm canceling your debt. God is canceling your debt, baby. You don't know. You don't know. Well, half the people in the church today trying to pay off a debt they do not owe. How many notice you cannot owe yourself a debt? Hmm? Isn't that right? You can't lend yourself money. Isn't that right? You know? You know, take money from your budget and to go out to eat dinner when it was for something else. Because the truth is, you ain't going to collect a debt from yourself if you get behind on your payments to yourself. And the other self that's in this equation ain't going to pay the debt anyway because they know who you are. You can't owe yourself a debt. See, a debt is owed to somebody else. You owe a debt to society. You owe a debt to the bank. You owe a debt to the mortgage company. Debt, 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 debt. I owe a debt. Guess what it says in Colossians chapter 2. Paul said that when Jesus went to the cross... When he went to the cross, he got everything that you owed. He took all the debt that you owed. He took all the debt that you could never possibly pay in your lifetime. Everything you did, everything you're ever going to do, he said, yeah, I know you're guilty. I know you're shameful. I know you owe me a debt. You 
Oh, then Jesus said this, I am not just going to stamp this thing paid in full because if I stamp it just paid in full, that means there would be a record of it. He said, I didn't stamp this thing paid in full. He said, I went to the cross and I removed the statement of debt against you. I canceled that sucker so that you don't owe a debt. There's no record of your debt. It's taken out of your life forever. Oh, somebody ought to help me tonight. You don't owe a debt. Hallelujah. Hmm? And he said, nobody ain't going to be able to find what you did because I took care of it. There's no evidence room in heaven that's labeled your sin. They ain't walking into a locked room somewhere up in heaven with a box up there with a box full of your sins going, we got the evidence. No, they got rid of all the evidence. There ain't none. You don't know that, Amen. The Holy Ghost went into the evidence locker. He got a record of everything you've ever done and it was recorded against you and he destroyed it in your life permanently. You've been set free and your debt's been paid. It's been canceled. Hallelujah. So when they come around, they say, you did this, you did that, you did this, and they try to put you under condemnation. What you need to understand tonight is that you received a full pardon from God the Father in heaven, and there is absolutely nothing that can be held against you. And all the evidence that was held against you has been completely destroyed by the blood of Jesus. I wish somebody would shout. Hallelujah. No debt. Hmm? Come on, shout. My sins are forgiven. Now, here's the challenge. The challenge of this is to live my life by faith based on what Jesus has provided for me. I got to live my life. I got to have this vision for my life based on what he's done. Not what I did. Come on, amen. And I got to have a vision for my life. In other words, in heaven, it's a done deal. But here on earth, it's got to manifest in my life by faith every day. That's how come I can become a better father every day. That's how come I can become a better husband every day. That's how come I can have a better life every day. That's how come I can live in new dimensions and new levels of glory every day of my life. Because I live the life of faith for the promise of God. That way, I'm always in the process of becoming. Somebody said, shout becoming. I'm always in the process of becoming everything that God wants me to become. In the natural and also in the spiritual, I'm there. He said, I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven. Then he said, I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. Say, Pastor, how do I know I'm growing? How can I tell I'm getting mature? How can I tell I'm moving into the promise of God? Hmm? Can I just tell you this? Most Christians never get across the threshold of salvation in their life. They get saved and they stop right in the doorway. Jesus said, I am the door. Somebody shout, I'm the door. People come to your house, you go... Come on in. No, I'm just going to stand at the door. Well, no, come on in. I got a family room. I got a living. I got a kitchen. I, yeah, I got a bathroom. I got, if you want to lay down on the couch. No, I'm just going to have fellowship at the door. No, 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 no. Come in. No, no, no. We're going we're gonna to get it done. We're going to stand. We'll just talk. Let's just hang out at the door. Somebody say there's more. Most of the time people get saved and they just hang out at the door. They just camp out at the door. They never get beyond the revelation of Jesus being God's son. They only see him as a savior, but they never receive him as Lord of their life. And they end up spending their whole Christian life struggling, moving from one disaster, from one tragedy to the next, always living in crisis mode, hoping and wishing for a breakthrough. Instead of living the overcoming, victorious, abundant life that God's called them to.
Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Bumgarner. I hope you tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m., right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, you can check us out on the web at IgniteYourWorld.com. I'm your host, Ed Day, and I'll see you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. 
For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.